0: To the matt mosley show on espn central texas the presenting sponsor of the matt mosley show is central national bank your leading independent bank with locations in waco temple and austin also sponsored by alan samuels dodge chrysler jeep ram barnett contracting baylor line foundation my fuels Schmuntz's sandwich shop and ubo business services and now ladies and gentlemen here's matt mosley Oh man, it's a Friday.
1: Vacations coming up, Aaron. I hope you don't detect any any kind of uh, vacationitis that might uh, impact the the program today. But uh, it's about to hit, and uh, but we've got all kinds of stuff lined up. In fact, the great some great news I had right before us coming on uh, at some point next week. We should be able to tracked down just because of some of our great friends in the basketball industry. Aaron, we probably will have Jeremy Sohan now that we know that um, where he is, where he has uh, gone in the draft. And, of course, he's gone to the San Antonio Spurs. I'm not – you know, it's one of those things. I think when you – kind of cut your teeth and covering some of those dirt teams. And then uh, a lot of people in our audience have listened, been huge fans of the Mavericks over the years. Spurs, Rockets to a certain extent, but the Spurs became the great rivalry because of Duncan and Ginobili and Tony Parker, of course. But it's faded a little bit over the years because San Antonio is just not the same. And while pop's still there the 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 players aren't the same. but how cool is it to know that jeremy Sohan we were uh Sohan we were said that he was not gonna play more than one year, but he was just so good, he came on strong, and then you knew he was gonna go off the charts when it comes to the interviews. I mean, Aaron, Jake, Coach Jacobs told us the other day, John Jacobs, He was like, "Hey, he's blown them away on the interviews." You knew he would. And I mean, part of it's just he's just got that great British accent. got the Got the British accent. Born in Oklahoma, raised in England, Polish descent. His mom's Polish, father is a uh, uh, American. But the but the family they were basketball players. They were international players. I mean, the man comes from. Basketball royalty. I love how he talks. Love how the man thinks. I love that, Aaron, he he comes across when you visit with him as just such a, oh, just a, a very learned, gifted um, man of the world. In fact, I think that's how he referred to himself. He's a, he said he's a, a citizen of the world, I think is how he told people at the trade uh, or at the Combine. Aaron, I've been checking out like one of my buddies in San Antonio. Tom Osborne's been with uh, San Antonio Express for many years, and he was the one writing the story on Sohan. It's just really fun to see where the people you've covered and enjoyed and rooted for where they end up. And so, I, I Aaron, I'm not going to go out and buy a Spurs jersey. I mean, it's in theory. I still don't like the Spurs. But I do think we're going to see, just like we saw some of those Davion Mitchell um, uh, Sacramento Kings jerseys, Aaron, like it or not, there will be some Spurs jerseys, some Sohan Spurs jerseys that crop up around Central Texas, Waco, and the surrounding areas. Aaron, are you prepared for that? And is there any way you would be open – to getting a Spurs jersey uh, with Sohan on the back, or is your hatred of the San Antonio Spurs so deep that you could not <laughs> do something like that?
2: It's really close, but I would I would have a uh, – I don't like regular jerseys. I like the shirseys as they call them. They're T-shirts that look like jerseys. If I can find one, I will buy it and wear it. Okay, Texas team, and I feel the same way about the Spurs. You do generally do not like them. They've had a lot of success. My Mavericks haven't, which I'm jealous of. But I'm more a Baylor fan, so I can wear a, I can wear a Spurs shirt with uh, Sohan's jersey number and name on the back.
1: You remember when the, uh, the team formerly known as the Redskins, now they are the Commanders. When Robert Griffin III went there, you started to see a lot of those jerseys around Central Texas. hands, Spurs jersey, I think I'm okay with it. I think I'm okay with it. I think what Baylor ought to do is somehow devise like a green and gold with some black and have kind of a half Baylor, half Spurs thing. I saw the Rangers do something like that recently. David Murphy was showing it off it was a green and gold Rangers jersey and it had well his had Murphy on the back obviously but I, I don't think we the rest of us could buy Murphy but that, that they should that would be kind of cool oh that's for but, the
2: uh for the game tonight it's the college night and the first yeah. whatever people get that special Baylor Rangers David Murphy jersey
1: I think you should have to show that you're a Baylor fan <laughs> before agree. getting that. I don't think any random, you know, I don't want Longhorns carrying that thing around. I don't think that should be in their possession. Well, that is interesting. David Murphy designed the, uh, the green and gold Baylor colors, but it's going to say Rangers across the front. And then Murphy's familiar, Aaron, number nine or six? Was he number six or? For some reason, number six comes to mind now that I think about it, thinking about David Murphy's. Remind us out there on the text uh 662 uh, 1660 That's two five four six six two sixteen sixty. Now, Aaron, we do need to, yesterday. Uh, is, uh, bef- it's number seven. For the giveaway, oh, so, I was all around it. Okay, yeah, number seven does sound. Let's does look right.
2: really cool though with that Rangers in green and gold. Man, I would really like to get one of those.
1: Hmm. Mm. I like that. Again, and, and uh, tell you what, we'll do um, real quick. Aaron, uh, speaking of David Murphy, we need to do the Schmaltz's trivia question. All right. Uh, yesterday, <clears throat> Tacker and I went by. I had the Schmaltz. I had the twice-baked bread. I get the I get the bread extra done. I love it, really crispy. I get no olives. Tried to get a little, I, I would like Nelson to maybe think about some spicy mustard, but I just went with the regular mustard. They do now serve honey mustard, and I, I saw that too late. I would have liked a little honey mustard, but the sandwich tastes so great. You really don't need that. I put a little pepper on there, peppered it up, and then I got the uh, yellow the uh, mustard potato salad. Always, I'm a mustard potato salad guy. I'm not a, the mayo-based potato salad's not for me. Love the yellow uh, potato salad. It's kind of what I prefer. And wherever, um, Nelson, I mean, I just love going by there. So the downtown location right now, I will warn you, parking is a bit of an issue. They've torn up the street. So if you're having to make a decision I would say easier parking at the Schmaltzes on Valley Mills right now, but we found a way. We had to, Aaron. I'm afraid Terry got some his boots got some of that tar. They got some tar on that street right there, and he got his boots got some tar on the boots. But uh, and we ran into some great Baylor people, um, Cody, and then the uh, the young woman's name that was with Cody is with the Baylor fan engagement team. And if I thought hard enough and long enough, I could come up with her name, but it's not coming to me. But really fun seeing them yesterday. All right, here is your Schmaltz trivia question. If you get this one, the first one to get this gets uh, two free Schmaltz sandwiches. Two free Schmaltz sandwiches. We'll give you the coupons, and we'll tell you how to do that. It's 254-662-1660. That's 254 254- Six six two sixteen sixty. If you can answer the following question, David Murphy, Baylor, former Baylor great, played for Mitch Thompson, Steve Smith for the Bears. He was drafted by which team, which organization in Major League Baseball? Who was that? I know he played a lot for the Rangers. We'll always remember that. Had some great times. In fact, David. Murph was on those teams that uh, went to the World Series. So it was very, very exciting. But the question on the table right now is, where did Murph get drafted? All right, this is basically where he started his major league career. In fact, I think he did have a few at-bats with this organization. If you can answer that question, 254 1660, you can win those two free sandwiches. All right. Aaron, they'll start pouring in here in a second. On we the, got a winner. Oh, my goodness. We already have a winner. Aaron, give the winner's name. Do we have the winner's name? And give the uh, answer to this question.
2: Grumpy Old Fan is the winner. One of our frequent texters on the CNC Collision Text line. And the answer is the Red
1: Sox. That is correct. The Boston Red Sox, and uh, I love that Murph number seven. For some reason, I was uh, I was thinking it was six. Have to look back. He may have changed
2: numbers know. when he changed teams, depending on who had that number. That may have just that may have been his, you know, jersey number yeah. with the Rangers.
1: Yeah, exactly. But uh, the great Murph. Oh man, he was fun to watch. Uh, a tremendous guy, and I was. Uh, Covering a lot of the games back then, so I got to visit with Murph after games, and and uh, some people called him the, uh, the oh the bashing the bashing Baptist. I think was one of his nicknames, the bashing Baptist. But uh, golly, I just it's fun to think about Murph. It was fun to see all those guys at the at Mitch's uh, press conference the other day. I think Murph was there. Jason Jennings was there. A lot of the great names were, in fact, right there. Now, uh, in addition to Jeremy Sohan going to the San Antonio Spurs, Kendall Brown was drafted as well. Now, it didn't happen as soon as we had hoped. There were, uh, at one point in the build-up to the draft, he was showing up at 22 or 23 in the first round. He slipped in this draft. Why? We don't have a great answer. We had Coach Jacobs on the other day. He knew that, that his name was dropping in some circles, and, it, and he made a very passionate defense of Kendall in the sense that, you know, he, he can switch on every position. He's an athletic freak. So many things that he does well. Not really a bad passer. I mean, I think he anticipates well in passing. He went number 48 to the Indiana Pacers where he'll play for Rick Carlisle. And Aaron, as I tweeted last night, can you imagine going from Scott Drew to Rick Carlisle? <laughs> I mean, I Rick's a, Rick's a great longtime friend of mine, but Rick is prickly. They're, they're different mean, I, coaches, yeah. Yeah, and I used to interview Rick a lot, and he, he never made it easy. I mean, in fact, he tried to make it hard for me uh, in those interviews. I mean, he was generally not the easiest guy. And he's not... He's a very kind, giving person, does some incredible stuff. And, in fact, when I had some stuff going on with my old employer, um, it it probably got me in trouble. But Rick jumped right in the middle of it and started acting on my behalf. And uh, with my old station, 103.3 FM ESPN, which is now a religious station. So I like Rick Carlisle a lot. But Rick Carlisle is not an easy man to get along with. Scott Drew, as you all know, is a very easy person to get along with and a very gracious and kind and effervescent type personality. Aaron he gets on there last night and he's, he's on the ESPN broadcast and he starts talking. I'm like, what are you doing? Uh, he's bringing up you know some of our local the 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 people that do the shiplap or whatever, you know he brings those folks up. He's just funny. I mean, he'll just kind of get in there and talk about whatever. He was very excited about Sohan. He was hoping Akinjo would be drafted. Um, but I, I did look I, – I it was so – I thought Scott brought some energy to that broadcast. Aaron, I I got to tell you, I watched the ABC, and generally, you know, we get tired of Stephen A. and Jalen and some of those people. I had to go over there at some point because Billis, Malika – and who else was on there? On oh, Kendrick Perkins. That was that was a rough broadcast, man. I just didn't. I it wasn't doing much for me. Maybe I it could just be me, but I just didn't think they, it was that great. And then Aaron last night, I tweet at some point. Is there anybody that Kendrick Perkins does not think is a great pick, <laughs> or something along those lines? <laughs> Because he kept saying, I love this pick. It's a great pick. And within like two minutes, and he's doing live TV for ESPN, both rounds, doing two rounds uh, of the uh, NBA draft. Within two minutes, Kendrick Perkins is responding to me on Twitter. And he said something along the lines of, you know, this is – you know, just trying to keep it positive. You know, you don't need to be negative about these draft picks. Well, that's fine. But, I mean, I, I, I it, it doesn't even have to be about the draft pick. You could say, I this is too early for this guy, or I don't like this pick, or this pick confuses me. I didn't think there was enough of that last night on the broadcast. And, of course, on the other ABC, we had to deal with a Stephen A. We all know he loves the Knicks, and we all know he's mad at the Knicks. I mean, that bit gets tired. Constantly, you know, oh, Stephen A's mad at the Knicks. I mean, I just don't, I think we had a little bit, I think we had enough of that. So, we'll have more on that, but um, Kendall Brown did go to the Indiana Pacers in the second round, number 48 overall pick. And then the latest news that I just saw right before we came on is that uh, James Akinjo, the guard from Baylor, will be signing a free agent contract with the Atlanta Hawks. So we'll uh, we'll keep our eye on that and and send uh, Akinjo our best wishes and really hope things work out for the uh, for him and the Atlanta Hawks. Maybe it'll be a great deal. Maybe he'll be the backup for Trey Young. You never know about these things. Okay, next we're going to try to get in touch with. The guy who is in charge of all of uh, the, uh, for ESPN, all these high school uh, uh, All-Americans and this new player that's coming to Baylor, Paul Biancardi, is hopefully going to join us next.
3: Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com.
0: Hey guys, it's Jana with Advanced House Leveling and Foundation Repair. I'm here too. He is. I'm Jimmy. I need to price say
1: price. hi to somebody at the City of Waco
4: Permits Department. Heather Hewish.
0: Okay, Heather Hewish.
4: Thank you for saving my backside.
0: Okay, that's a little outside of our uh, commercial goals here, but we will tell you that I we told are. her I'd
4: say hi, and
1: she said I better not. You can call them downtown if you need permits. They're good people.
0: They are, and we're good people at Advanced House Leveling and Foundation Repair at 254... 254- they should
1: cut me a break.
0: 235 my house. my house. Sitting in the city or fixitjimmy.com.
1: That's me.
3: Game Time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas.
2: At UBO Business Services, we understand that digital transformation is the integration of digital technology into all areas of a business, fundamentally changing how you operate and deliver value to your customers. By letting UBO Business Services identify and remedy inefficient paper and email-based business processes, we can help your organization grow by 20 to 30% without adding any additional headcount. Call Sean Hunt at 254 725
8: So Direct.
0: It's barbecue and baseball season and Coach's Smoke is offering the best double play in town. Turn two on Fridays with $5 burgers and barbecue sandwiches all day and happy hour from 2 to 7. With their 35 big screen TVs and daily specials, this is the place to watch your Texas Rangers. Put on your favorite player's jersey and head on over to Coach's at 330 Austin Avenue in downtown Waco. And don't forget about Coaches Smoke Catering for your next event or party.
3: ESPN Radio Sports Center.
9: I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. College World Series finals are set. Ole Miss eliminates Arkansas 2-0. It will be Ole Miss and Oklahoma game one Saturday night. In the NBA draft, Baylor's Jeremy Sohan went ninth to San Antonio. The Mavericks, with the 26th pick, picked Wendell Moore Jr. out of Duke. Game 5 of the Stanley Cup Finals tonight. Tampa Bay at Colorado. Puck drops at 7. Colorado leads that series 3-1. Arch Manning has made his decision. Manning is committed to the Texas Longhorns. Astros lose game 1 of their series with the Yankees 7-6 with a walk-off. Game 2 tonight, 6 first pitch. Rangers start a series with the Nationals tonight, 7 first pitch. And you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes only
3: on ESPN Central Texas.
1: Watch well, Matt Mosley's show, ESPN Central Texas. And uh, we're rolling right along here, and it's been fun reacting to the draft. Jeremy Sohan. Our next guest is very familiar with him and Kendall Brown. Uh, and uh, Paul Biancardi, who does such a great job covering preps and and uh, uh, these, these unbelievable high school basketball players across the country, evaluating them, ranking them, and then breaking these stories when they pick uh, universities. Paul, it doesn't seem like, uh, first of all, welcome back. It doesn't seem that long ago we were talking about Kendall Brown and Baylor landing him from Sunrise Christian. And, and there was so much excitement about that. And, and it, it's, it's got to be kind of neat for you to turn around and, and see a lot of these guys go in the draft all, almost uh, you know, a year or two after we talk.
4: You know what, Matt? It really is. When you watch them in high school and you see their development, you see their struggles, you see their progress, and they move on to the collegiate level. And then you get a chance to watch them, you know, fulfill a dream that they had since high school. It's almost like you're sharing it with them. Uh, so it, it's exciting on my end um, and it's very satisfying to watch this. And, and I'm so happy for them and their families because I know the sacrifice and the work that they've put in. Do you
1: remember the first time, Paul, that that Jeremy Sohan ended up on your, uh, on your radar because uh, – you know, Jeremy, right out of the chute, wasn't quite as high as some of the folks were about to be talking about, and even Keontae George, who's already on the Baylor campus. But uh, I mean, it, I, in a lot of ways, you can call this sort of a meteoric rise from a guy who, you know, you thought you just—he did not seem like he was going to be one and done at Baylor, and and all of a sudden, you know, by the end of that NCAA tournament, you started to see that arrow go. Um, Is that, Paul, is that somewhat rare to see that, or is it fairly common to see somebody uh, go on one of those runs like uh, Sohan did from from maybe not being as recognized as others to being uh, obviously a number nine overall pick in the NBA draft?
4: Yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's not common. I, I think of Franz Wagner, who was at Michigan. I know, He came over here as a four-star prospect. Jeremy Sohan, I had him as a four-star prospect. That's where I graded him out. Uh, we don't rank international players because we can't see all of them. So if we can't mm-hmm. see them all, it's hard to rank them. Um, so we just, But we do grade them, and, and four stars means you're a high major prospect. So we always had the ability to do so, but the progress was expedited you know, under Scott Drew and his staff. And what he did was he just continued to get better as the season went on. And, you know, when a lot of guys, Matt, or a lot of teams, you don't know when they're going to break out or move up to their next level of development. Sometimes it takes years. Sometimes it takes, you know, one year. Sometimes it takes, you know, half a season. Sometimes it's the second half of the um, league play where guys, you hear that expression, the light comes on. But Once they get it and they have the ability, uh, and then you see the talent come to fruition. And with Jeremy Sohan, you could always see the high basketball IQ. I thought that was his strength. Um, You know, he's not a deep shooter, uh, but he's a guy who can make the occasional shot. I liked his defensive versatility. There were times that he would switch out on the perimeter and keep the ball in front, and at his size at 6'9", that was impressive. And, um, you know, for him to be a lottery pick, though, that that's rare from where he came from. But again, Franz Wagner uh, did the same thing at Michigan. And, uh, you know, I got to know his game when he was at Michigan and I talked to their staff and same thing I did with with Scott Drew and his staff. And, you know, he moved his feet, he played defense, he caught on to the game quickly and uh, he can impact the game without scoring. And I think that's his greatest value.
1: I would watch another channel like if they put this on ESPNU Paul, I I would love to see you and I know you do a lot of stuff and uh people ask you about the draft because you know these players so well. But I always find it interesting that <laughs> and I don't wanna get I don't wanna get uh try to lure you into any talk about ESPN, but it's always interesting sometimes some of the analysts just have not seen many of these kids, these guys, and you've seen them in some cases since they were 7th and 8th grade. I mean, that has to be, you know, and, and one of the ones um, that that people have been watching since he was in junior high is this Jacobe Walter. And you had the story on this the other day from McKinney, Texas, uh, and he's going to end up going to this prep school in Missouri, but... That's great. That's another great win for Scott uh, Drew and his staff. I mean, uh, Paul Jacoby Walter did. When was the first time? And I think you all have him as the seventeenth overall uh, player in the 2023 class. When did you, a guy like Jacoby get onto your radar? And and like what what is the like what kind of strides have you seen th- this player take over the last couple of years?
4: Well, the first thing is, uh, the first time I actually saw him um, was at my basketball camp. I have a basketball camp that I do in the Southeast, and one year I decided to do it in Houston. And so I had Harrison Ingram, who you know went to Stanford from the Dallas area, and I I had Walter come to the camp. And uh, I have a really nice picture of him and I. You know, when he came to the camp, I knew who he was, but he wasn't back then what he is today as a player, so... So I had a chance to coach him and, and and you know, talk to him and get to know him. And he's a fine young man, uh, really respectful, uh, diligent when it comes to off-the-court situations. And I think that's, you know, what Scott Drew and his staff were attracted to beside his scoring ability, long arms, can knock it down with range. You know, I love his pull-up game. I think that's pretty tight and strong because he gets in there with a one or two dribble. And he's got length. Um you know, he's still got to refine his skills, but he has a lot of natural talent. You know, he plays with, with good offensive confidence. And, you know, he's going to replace Keontae George, who's projected to be a one and done. And Scott Drew and his staff have done a, a, an excellent job at developing perimeter players. Um, obviously, we, we know what Scott and his staff have done just in terms of rebuilding the program, revitalizing the program, and then get it to a winning. A stature and then a national championship so uh this is a big big recruit because recruiting never stops and you're expected to continue to recruit well especially when you win
1: did you tweet that out by the way that old uh that picture with jacoby jacoby did you uh did you put that out there i would love to i would love to see that that, that uh that really yeah, is a I, neat I did. deal I put, it,
4: I, I put it out there about a, a week or so ago and uh okay yeah it, it, it feels good like guys come to your camp to learn and to grow, you know, and, and to get coached and to go through a, a hard four or five hour session. Um, and, and then you see them again on the circuit and it feels really good to know that you taught them the right things about the game and they were receptive to coaching. And, and at that time I get a chance to, you know, get a little mini evaluation. And, and so it all worked out and uh, yeah, he, he was a lot younger then and hopefully he'll remember me down the road. <laughs>
1: Yeah, Paul B Cardi from ESPN. I think uh, he'll definitely remember you, and and uh, that's really neat, man. I I got it selfishly, Paul, uh, and I understand there's reasons for it. I I, I hate seeing these guys leave. I want to watch him try to lead McKinney to another, you know, to state again. He led them to the the state final. I love watching these kids. I love going to the uh, the Texas uh, State tournament, and it, it's just gotten better and better over the years. Uh, It's where I saw Marcus Smart years ago, Uh, just incredible moments. But I understand they they end up, but in a case like this, what what do you think um, Jacoby can get out of going to this prep school? I believe it's Link uh, Prep is the one we're talking about in uh, maybe close to Branson, Missouri. Is it a year of just uh, focusing on basketball, getting to play against just uh, elite competition. do Do you do you buy into these guys? Keontae did the same thing. You know, he went off to IMG. Like how how much better can they get making this kind of decision, going off to a prep school? Even though, like in Jacoby's case, he's already decided where he's going to college. It's not like this is going to help him, you know, get more offers or anything like that. What's the biggest? What do you think's the biggest upside to him going to a place like this?
4: Well, for most of the guys that I talk to and evaluate and interview, usually when guys make a move like this at this point in time in their career, it has to do with the competition level. It's not to say the competition level where they are is not good, um, it's just that they get guys like themselves, you know, like talent and like minded guys on the same team playing against competition of their level. It's almost like being on the summer circuit, uh, but you're at a high school, so you're playing high-level competition. You're playing with high-level guys. You know, like you mentioned, Marcus Smart, he never left uh, the the Texas High School Association, and he did well. Take a look at the top three guys in the draft this year, Matt. Uh, Paulo Banquero, Chet Holmgren, and Jabari Smith. They never left their local high school. So you don't have to leave. It's something that you kind of want to do. Uh, for a purposeful reason, you know some guys go to think they're going to get more exposure or get ranked, and, th- and that's an empty fallacy uh, because you're only going to get ranked and you're only going to be, you know, considered a high-level player if you perform that way. So I think in his case, it was just more of the competition level, uh, who they play against, and maybe maybe who they play with in in practice. But you know, McKinney, big-time program. I mean, you you don't have to, you don't have you don't have to leave there to get more competition, but maybe he wanted more competition on a national stage because they do play an independent schedule so they can play the Montverde, the Oak Hills, the IMGs of the world.
1: You know, I, I'm curious what you think of Keontae uh, as he gets ready to start his college career at Baylor. It may be quick because he's already being projected as a lottery pick in next year's, uh, next year's draft. Isn't it funny, Paul, how, how these names, most of us, are hearing some of these names, not Keontae, but some of these guys um, for the first time, and you've been knowing about these guys probably for several years. But who's the, the the guy that's projected as the number one overall? Like it it it. This almost feels like a Zion type level. Uh, you know, I mean, it, it's it, it's it's really kind of remarkable. Uh, it, it's like as, as the before this draft could even happen. They started talking about this next big guy, and it's uh, it's pretty remarkable. You know who I'm talking about? His name's not coming to mind now, but he's he's uh, he's now uh, considered the uh, the the number one overall part, uh, pick for sure in next year's draft.
4: Yeah, his name is Victor. I, I can't. His last name escapes me, but he is the young man from Europe uh, with just incredible physical measurables and, and a skill level that yeah, you know, you think. When you think of Giannis Antetokounmpo and you think about, you know, Zion in terms of popularity, um, but, you know, with all players that have a lot of upside, they still have to produce. I mean, look at Imani Bates. We saw him at a young age. Uh, you know, the people that do this for a living saw him at 14, 15 years old like I did. Yeah. And in my mind, he was the best, you know, 15-year-old that I've seen since LeBron at that time, but he didn't make progress in his game. Uh, some... Things outside of basketball crept in uh, as well. And, you know, he kind of leveled off and flattened out. And so, uh, you know, he wasn't even in the draft this year. I don't think he could have been based on his age, but he still hasn't picked the school. He left Memphis. So, yes, there's a lot of things projected for the future. Um, and, and that young man certainly has to be at the top of the list.
1: Yeah, Victor, you were right on it. W uh, Wimbanyama uh, is the uh, yep. runaway favorite to be that number one overall pick and and that is uh that, hey, all from- I can
4: say, Matt, is Javari Smith was the number projected number one pick for a long time until the end of the <laughs> race and then Paulo Banquero became one. So we can have a lot of fun projecting who's gonna be one. It's a year away. Um a lot of development has to happen and you gotta make sure that, you know, character flaws don't creep in. But uh, it's an exciting time for Baylor basketball because Keontae George is a bona fide bucket. I mean, he can, he can get a shot off just about any time he wants. Uh, he's got long range on his jumper, which, you know, opens up the defense and, and helps driving lines and post play. And he's got a beautiful pull-up game. And when he gets to the basket, you know, he, he's not going to be the most athletic player on the court. But he's got terrific body control to get in there, contort his body. And great concentration uh, to finish it. Good free throw shooter. You know, we use that expression: he's wired to score. You know, that's yeah. what he's looking to do. That's what he's looking to do. He's got to learn what a good shot is because when guys like him, you know, are at the high school level, they they've got you know the ultimate green light. So you have to. He has to make sure that his shot selection falls within the framework of what Baylor is doing. Uh, but certainly, a guy you run screening action for, you put the ball in his hands to you know, create a shot for himself. He can see the floor to find others. I'd like to see his conditioning level get better. Um, he, he needs to get tighter, a little bit more toned uh, from the physical conditioning standpoint. I'm assuming that's going to happen over the summer and certainly in the fall. Um, and then you got a guy that you really got to guard if you're the opponent. Man,
1: I just can't, I cannot wait to see that. You're getting me excited thinking about Keontae, uh, George. How? What year was Keontae in school when he first hit your radar? What was the first time you ever saw footage or saw him in person?
4: Yeah, I saw him in person when he was down in Texas. I saw him at in an event that escapes me, but as a rising junior. So it was after her so, after his sophomore season.
1: Wow, that's gonna that's gonna be a lot of fun. And, and the other play, the other guy that's uh, starting to gather a lot of steam is uh, Trey Johnson, uh, 2024 kid out of Lake Highlands. And uh, Paul, this is a guy that's uh, very near and dear because I'm a, we're uh, Lake Highlands folks. And man, getting to see him uh, play a lot against Caseon Wallace out of uh, out of Richardson. And, and you know Richardson obviously had two D1 big time D1 players. Uh, this this will be I think he is he the number two guard right now in y'all's 2024 rankings. I think that's what I've I've seen. But I I, I kind of get the sense that uh, Paul Baylor, uh, Kansas. I just saw Duke offered him North Carolina just within this past week. But this may be one of the uh, one of the huge names coming down the pike here.
4: Yeah, I had a chance to see him most recently in Louisville at the EYBL. I mean, he just knows how to play and has a good feel to when to get a shot off. It, it, one of the best shooters in the class with great size at 6'5". Six, six um, you know, I, I like the way he spots up on, on dribble penetration. I like the way he can take a rhythm dribble or hard dribble right into a shot. And, um, you know, he he understands spacing Uh and he understands that space is his friend as a shooter. Uh, he's got really good shot preparation, shot mechanics, and he's going to be highly recruited. He already is and highly coveted. All right.
1: His dad was at uh, was playing at Baylor when I was there. Uh, so I'm hoping uh, – I'm a little biased, Paul. I'm hoping that gives the Bears a little inside track. But uh, they're going to have a lot of competition for him. Uh, talk about Trey Johnson. In fact, Oklahoma State may have been first to the party, if I recall correctly. Uh, he got an early yep. offer from from uh, from uh, Coach Boynton and, and Oklahoma State. Paul, uh, great to catch up with top, you. He's Real- top,
4: he, yeah, he's top four in our class. Wow, my memory serves me. I believe he's you know top four, and I don't know if he's number two. I think he's our our number one shooting guard. I think he's that good. Uh, you go to ESPN.com, you can check his rankings but he's a five-star recruit. Uh, he's top five in the class right now. And those rankings are fluid, but in my mind, he's he's the number one shooting guard right now in the class.
1: Wow. All of 2024. And, uh, well, listen, you always have great information. Uh, don't let for get all the movie star, you know, he, he was, he kind of thinned up. I know you were uh, looking pretty svelte last time, uh, we talked and, and, uh, but, uh, yeah, Fran jumped in that Adam Sandler movie. I felt like I uh, uh, certainly think you belonged in that movie as well. So do not let uh, Fran jump in there and get all the, uh, all those uh, movies, okay?
4: Uh, well, he, he, he's, he's the movie star of the group, and uh, he does a <laughs> job for ESPN. You, know, you learn so much when Fran talks during a game. So to see him in a movie, uh, that was kind of surreal. And he does an excellent job for ESPN covering the big 12.
1: Yeah. And it was kind of surreal to see Anthony Edwards get under the skin of, uh, of, uh, Hernan Gomez. <laughs> that was pretty, that was pretty intense yeah. stuff from a, uh, from a trash talking perspective, Paul, thanks for doing this. It's a very busy time and, uh, really appreciate it. Love all your, uh, love your work. And, uh, Man, I I just hope the the Bears can keep landing these guys that you're uh, you're talking about. Appreciate you being on with us.
4: All right, thank you for having me. Really appreciate you. Bye bye.
1: There he goes, Paul Biancardi, the uh, the the guru of the ESPN. He knows all that stuff. Follows these guys. He sees them from the time they're ninth or tenth grade, and then follows them, and then breaks a lot of the news when they do go on and decide. Where they're going to end up playing, and uh, there's a the, the w- one of the big reasons we had Paul on was because Baylor took the McKinney uh, High School kid Jacoby Walter. In fact, uh, Jacoby committed to the Bears uh, just in the past few days, and we had um, his high school coach on recently as well. So really, really cool stuff. And I thought that was interesting, Aaron. The uh, I, I at least have a little bit better understanding. I, I really wish these guys would stay home. Uh, and not go to these prep schools, but that, that's kind of interesting what he said. They want to be on the you know, same team as people at their skill level and then play against people with the same skill level. And some of that makes sense. I mean, I don't know if you're, like, way better than everybody else on your team. Yeah, you can improve, but what if you're playing with other guys that are going to be in D1? So maybe some of that makes a little more sense uh, after hearing Paul explain some of that. All right, it is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Mitch Thompson coming up in the five. We'll hear from the new Baylor baseball coach. Uh, and Aaron will deliver some news. we got some interesting Baylor baseball news to, to uh, be involved in
3: Campus Confidential. That's next. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas
10: samuels is having the make the, the switch, switch sales event, event in, in june on the award-winning new 2022 ram 1500 quad cab Lone star in june the special value is up to seven thousand dollars or get four thousand dollars bonus cash and 2.9 percent for 72 months ram trucks are designed to be durable functional and stylish this legendary truck gives you that first class feel alan samuels and waco the, the place, place to, to shop, shop for, for ram, ram trucks. trucks first responders get 500 extra cash come
9: by let's be friends
6: Did you know the average American pays over $500 a month for their car payment? What would you do if you didn't have to make that payment for 90 days? Where else could you use $1,500? Keep your car payments at Genco. Buy new or refinance your current vehicle and have no payments for 90 days. Take advantage of our low rates and no payments for 90 days. Only at Genco. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan
0: policies insured by NCUA. My money, my future, my credit union. Genco! store.
9: Good Feet Waco in Central Texas Marketplace across from Lazy Boy.
0: When you do whatever it takes to get the job done, they say you're on it. At Asco Equipment, they work hard to get the job done and get it done right. They partnered with Doosan Forklifts cuz they get the job done too. Dusen builds cushion, electric and pneumatic forklifts. You buy and rent at Asco Equipment, and they service and support it. Quality forklifts that get the job done. Asco Equipment They're on it, whatever it is.
8: my local ladies. This is Tori down at Harley Davidson of Waco. Our season is in full swing and we are looking for new rock stars in all departments. If you're tired of your everyday run-of-the-mill gig and long for something greater with good solid income, then hightail tell yourselves down here ASAP. Bring your spunk and enthusiasm and get ready to kick a little ass. Do yourselves a favor and join our rowdy bunch today. Come see us at 4201 South Jack Colchin Freeway right off I-35 and New Road at Harley Davidson of Waco or you'll never ride alone.
3: ESPN Radio Sports Center.
9: I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. College World Series finals are set. Ole Miss eliminates Arkansas two to nothing. It'll be Ole Miss and Oklahoma game one Saturday night. In the NBA draft, Baylor's Jeremy Sohan went ninth to San Antonio. The Mavericks with the 26th pick picked Wendell Moore Jr. out of Duke. Game five of the Stanley Cup Finals tonight. Tampa Bay at Colorado. Puck drops at seven. Colorado leads that series three to one. March Manning has made his decision. Manning is committed to the Texas Longhorns. Astros lose game one of their series with the Yankees, 7-6 with a walk-off. Game two tonight, 6-05 first pitch. Rangers start a series with the Nationals tonight, 7-05 first pitch, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN
3: Central Texas. What a year. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley.
1: What oh, is Matt Mosley? Great to have the uh, head uh, recruiting guru for ESPN on uh, after Jacoby Walter. And then, of course, he talked about Keontae George. So some really uh, always great to have him on. I remember we had him on after Kendall Brown um, committed. Uh, and, and uh, Aaron, I guess we could have um, – I meant to bring up – we kind of ran out of time there. Uh, Miro uh, Little, the, uh, the uh, new Baylor uh, commit. And he's also in that 2023 class, four-star, uh, out of Helsinki, somewhere in Finland. In fact, um, a John Jakus, a very well-traveled assistant – Knows a lot about Miro and and, uh, was heavily involved in his recruitment. So the Bears uh, uh, very much looking forward to having these guys. Jacoby and Miro will arrive at 2023. All right. It is the time of the day where we talk about college athletics, some of the interesting things going on. And so that's why I will turn it over to Aaron Sexton.
2: Thank you, man. A day after being introduced as Baylor Baseball's new head coach, Mitch Thompson added the first member of his new staff. He, James Leverton is the new Baylor pitching coach. Leverton, a former assistant under Thompson at McLennan Community College, returns to Waco after most recently serving as the pitching coach at the University of Arkansas at Little Rock last year. Leverton joined the Trojan staff after spending six seasons with Thompson at MCC, where he was part of three conference championships, a pair of World Series appearances, and the 2021 NJCAA National Championship.
1: You know, I like I like what Mitch is doing. I I mean, he's going to get people around him that he feels comfortable with, that he knows. I think when when you bring in someone who has Uh, been for the last nine years at the juco level as a head coach there might be some kind of thought okay I got to go get somebody an assistant maybe from one of these uh, power five conferences or something like that I just don't think Mitch thinks like that at all I mean there may be somebody over at Baylor who thinks that'd be a good idea but the truth is Mitch is going to get the best person he can get for the position and he's going to get somebody he's very comfortable with and He's going to get somebody that probably reminds him a little of himself at that age. Mitch was a an elite recruiter. I think he still will be, but I think this Leverton, who they bring in or they're bringing in, has a a great ability in that area. And then you also want to get somebody, Aaron. That might have been one of the issues we talked about. Why Texas surprisingly fired their pitching coach. Well, they had a rough year pitching a little bit, or up and down, let's call it. They did get to the College World Series. But Sean Allen was a converted, he was not a pitcher. I mean, he was not a pitching coach, per se. And I really do think it helps if you're going to bring in someone under the title of pitching coach. You might as well have someone that is well-suited, and has done it and has been around pitchers forever. And this guy, as I was looking at his career, Aaron, spent quite a bit of time in the minor leagues, in fact, made it to A, and so certainly played for a pretty long period of time. So he's been around, has done it, and, and these guys that he's going to be talking to are all aspiring. They all want to have a shot at playing uh, at professional baseball. So I I like the hire. I think I'm good with it. And um, we'll see what they do for the other uh, position, a hitting coach. And we'll see. I've heard rumors, but we shall see where he ends up landing. But uh, Mitch did act like yesterday's introductory press conference, that he was close to some things. And obviously they were getting uh, Leverton taken care of. I think this will be – I think this will be a good decision, uh, Aaron. One other thing I did see is that TCU made a pretty impressive hire today. There, Carlos uh, brought in a head baseball coach uh, to as one of his assistants. He had lost an assistant. Uh, Mosiello got a head coaching job somewhere. Masello, and he brought a guy in. I think he's, I think maybe the head baseball coach at Nevada. Nevada, it, yes yeah yeah so I uh, I'm sorry Aaron if I'm stepping on one of your stories but I did just see that earlier before we were coming on the show and I thought that was pretty impressive by the uh, frogs as uh, as some of these big 12 teams and other teams uh, are making moves and then Aaron, uh, you may have this story I'll I'll do it if you don't have it uh, did you see did you see the uh, transfer that LSU baseball landed I did not. They got that kid who set the all-time freshman oh, record for yeah. home runs from mm. NC State. Yeah, so that that news went out a little bit earlier today, and uh, LSU lands that player. And then, Aaron, you also, because you were the one bringing it to my attention, the uh, the LSU women's basketball program had a... Had a great announcement uh, for them today. I don't know if you were avoiding that one on purpose, but no, it was it, uh, my next story. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. I don't. Uh, some people around here don't want to hear about that program, but it's okay. She was among us for many, many years. Um, uh, Aaron, bring us up to date on that one. That was a pretty uh, a big get for the uh, LSU uh, women's program.
2: Michaela Williams, the top-ranked recruit in the 2023. 2023- Class, according to ESPN Hoop Girls, has committed to Kim Mulkey and LSU, she announced today. Williams is a 6'1 guard from Bossier City, Louisiana, so choosing to stay close to home, she picked LSU over Ole Miss, Baylor, Duke, and Texas A&M. She was the Louisiana Gatorade Girls Basketball Player of the Year as a junior, averaging 22.8 points, 8 rebounds, 3.7 assists, and 2.2 steals at Parkway High in Bossier City.
1: Man, that's right, right down the road. Obviously, um, Bozier City, Aaron. You can uh, you can get on one of those boats, or you, I guess they call them boats. Kind of, you got to the intercoastal. The laws of gambling, you know, they have to be kind of connected to the water for whatever reason. And uh, Bozier City, I've spent a little time in there. You can have some fun at Bozier City, but that is a big time player. And uh, Aaron. Uh, We did hear from, uh, I I got to hear from Kim a little earlier today, and so they were very excited. And all I was, uh, I was tipped off, Aaron, uh, but only by saying you should be watching our social media starting at about 8 a.m. tomorrow morning was what I was told. So I wasn't given the story. I don't even know if I would have wanted to really break that one. That's a uh, that's one they wanted to break, but uh, very uh, very good news for LSU. I did notice, Aaron. I think I, we had the story the other day that the Bears, the the uh, the Baylor women's program, landed the former LSU uh, recruiting coordinator, and I'm very I'm interested. In fact, we may need to have Taj on. This recruiting coordinator used to be on the football staff then made her way over onto the basketball staff and has made her way onto the Baylor women's basketball. And I think there's somebody working for Dave Aranda now that was connected to LSU that may have been instrumental in this individual uh, coming to Waco. But uh, very very interesting things going on. Uh, The Baylor and LSU programs, obviously, will always be kind of tied together for for very obvious reasons.
2: USC commit Malachi Nelson is the number two recruit in the 2023 class behind only Arch Manning. But unlike Manning, he's decided to cash in on NIL. According to ESPN's Peter Thamel, he's going to earn more than a million dollars in early endorsement deals by the time he enrolls at USC after the 2022 season. California was the first state to allow high school students to profit from NIL deals. And the future Trojan is already enjoying the money. He bought himself a 2022 Mercedes AMG GLE 53 coupe and brought his mother to tears when he presented her with her dream purse from Louis Vuitton. Nelson was originally committed to Oklahoma, but after Lincoln Riley took the USC job, he followed him to the West Coast.
1: Give me this kid's name again.
2: Malachi Nelson, he is the number two recruit and quarterback in the 2023 class.
1: (laughs) Oh, my goodness. I mean, what could go wrong, Aaron? High school kids (laughs) getting brand new cars. I mean, SMU was so ahead of its time. The Mustangs, they took care of. I love the fact now that SMU is leaning into its past. I mean, they, they received the death penalty, and now they're, like, putting up on all their social media a picture of Eric Dickerson's old friend, <laughs> Zam. Yeah, they
2: weren't they weren't <laughs> cheaters. They were trailblazers. Same That's with Jackie right. Sher on the Aggies. They were just ahead of their time by about 40 years.
1: Innovators. There was a <laughs> exactly. local newsman. There was a Dallas, uh, well-known Dallas TV newsman, Aaron, that I won't say any names, but was getting ready to blow that – he had been instrumental in uh, reporting the SMU scandal, and the way I've always heard the story is he was getting ready to bust open the the A and M s- story of cheating, and some Aggies got to him and said, "Hey, we know about some of your nighttime activities. <laughs> if you if you turn us in, uh, and I think the journalist." May have backed off a little bit on his some of his reporting. Mm. I thought that was uh, smart of those Aggies. They, they, they kind of dug into it, and uh, this, uh, this, this, this uh, particular reporter had a uh, uh, creative nightlife. Okay, had some fun out there. I'll just leave it at that. Uh, Aaron, I guess we need to go move on. Anything else? We got a little time. Do any? Uh, did you have any others you wanted to get to, or are we good? No, we're good all right uh so the five o'clock hour on a friday uh will uh will begin here in a minute and what we're going to do is check out john morris uh had one of the first uh kind of one-on-one type interviews with mitch thompson and uh, we'll have mitch on in fact i had a great little visit with mitch off to the side yesterday and and uh Mitch, I just really I think I think people are going to like him a lot. And again, I always say that and I love Steve Rodriguez. I mean to to this day, in fact, I've uh, reached out to see what Steve's up to. And uh I mean, think about how weird that must be. Um Uh, Aaron, to be living still in the Waco area in all this pomp and circumstance and announcement of the new coach and all that, it's got to be very weird. So shout-out to Steve Rodriguez, who's a great baseball man, good coach, and uh, I'm anxious to see where Steve ends up. People keep asking me, where's Steve going to end up? But right now we're celebrating Mitch Thompson, his return to the Baylor baseball program. We'll hear his
3: interview With our own John Morris, we'll do that next. Congratulations to the state champion Crawford softball team from ESPN Central Texas.
0: In the market for a quality metal building? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel & Pipe have helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal building design, panel options, building components, and trim options. Pioneer Steel & Pipe's residential line is energy efficient, offers low maintenance, reduces insurance payments, is impact resistant, and carries up to a 45-year limited warranty. In addition, they can help you find metal building contractors for your project. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at pioneerboys.com. With so many companies and policies out there,
11: it gets so confusing shopping for insurance. And I never know if I'm getting the policy that's right for me. Luckily, I met the team at Niche Group Insurance Agency. With the Niche Group, you can go to one company and get access to coverage options from many insurance carriers. And you get to speak to a real person about your specific coverage needs. With the Niche Group, I know I'm getting the right coverage at the right price. If you need insurance, talk to the experts at the Niche Group at 1-800-258-8302. Listen
7: up, if you take pride in your lawn, you need to mow with the best. Gravely, the made in the USA perfect cut quality grass devour and Beast of the Zero turns. Gravely residential mowers are built just as tough as their commercial machines with comfort and features you won't find on other mowers. Mow with perfection. Get yourself a Gravely.
11: The full line of Gravely residential mowers is available at Landscape Supply. Come visit our new
3: 10,000-square-foot showroom in Spiegelville for the largest selection of outdoor power equipment. Find sports news, streaming, and show podcast at syntechsportsfan.com.
7: I'd like to tell you a story of one of the largest forgotten groups in America. You might be sad or even a little shocked to learn that this precious group provided the muscle and the drive that kept America working. But now they sit forgotten in a dark garage or in the back of a driveway, sometimes even a yard or a field. I'm talking about the forgotten trucks, the ones we push to the side for something shiny and new. Now that new trucks are in short supply, that old truck yearns to add new chapters to a story, to feel alive with its steering wheel gripped in your hands. It cries out, I'm not old, I'm just getting started. And at Pickup Outfitters, we celebrate the classic, the future vintage, the retro trucks, whether that's a 2014 used truck or that 20 year old you got from your dad. Put it back to work again, get it dressed up again, and let us help you do that at Pickup Outfitters. Hitches, bed covers, floor liners, spray-in bed liners—we have it at Pickup Outfitters, 220 Lakeview Drive in Waco.
3: From the Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222 DC Waco, K265 DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas.
0: Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram. Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. What is Matt Mosley? Good to be back
1: with you. We get ready tomorrow. We'll get that uh, the uh, College World Series back up and going. Earlier today, we had Paul Biancardi and Biancardi uh, weighing in on... And we may let you hear some of that next week. In fact, we're going to have a lot of cool interviews lined up for you next week. And uh, we've just we've been on kind of a roll. We had Jalen Bridges, uh, we had uh, Caleb Lohner. we had Dantoine Grimes, the new all the Baylor transfers. We've had some really Matthew Meyer made his big announcement on our show recently. So it's been a it's been a really good run, and. I'm just um, sitting here looking at this, uh, being Cardi. This is really interesting. Aaron, there was a, p- a pick made last night. Paul was just on with us at 420 today, the uh, ESPN's head of uh, recruiting and follows all these great high school prospects as they end up and talks about what college they're going to go to and everything. When they picked Mark Williams uh, from Duke, Aaron, Paul just went crazy and started giving it the old – like the Arsenio Hall-type treatment. You know, he was doing his arm all back and forth. So for whatever reason, Paul Biancardi loved the choice of uh, of, uh, of Mark Williams, uh, the Duke player, last night. Now, a reminder, Jeremy Sohan, who will be on with us soon, uh, we'll probably have him on next week, ends up with the San Antonio Spurs. And as John Jacobs said... I mean, he was known as a four-star, but some recruiting services didn't have him that high. He gets to Baylor. It turns out, I mean, the development at Baylor is great, selfishly. I'd love to have him another year. Um, Aaron, by the way, let's do this. I'm sorry I kind of teased it this way. Let's at 520, um, let's do our Mitch Thompson with, uh, we'll adjust on the fly here, Mitch Thompson with John Morris. Let's do that at 520 because we just got so much to talk about here. And I do want to he- let you hear, because earlier today, Mitch Thompson had this first radio interview uh, since becoming a uh, the new Baylor uh, uh, baseball coach. He did that with John Morris, a man he's known since, oh, gosh, 1995. I mean, I'm thinking about the run those guys had. Steve Smith, I mean, was that 21 seasons, something like that? Uh, 1995 through 2015, that staff was together. Uh, now, Steve and Mitch had a falling out around 2012, and so uh, Mitch wasn't around for those last three years. But, Aaron, tell you how far it goes back. Those guys arrived my senior year at Baylor. I was an undergrad uh, there at Baylor, nineteen ninety-five, when Mitch Thompson and Steve Smith. Aaron, that's a good. That's a good while ago. So uh, it's uh, it's it's really kind of amazing when you think back on it. But I was just uh, re- just really cool to think about it. And then Aaron had the news earlier that Baylor did go ahead and uh, and uh, make that. Uh, Uh, hire of a pitching coach coach uh, Levert Aaron is that right coach Levert is uh, it came from Arkansas Little Rock was the pitching coach there and then for six years was with Mitch Thompson at MCC and uh, I I like the hire Uh, was in the minor leagues for several years as a pitcher and this is a dedicated true pitching coach and also a, a Leverton, there you go, Leverton, and uh, Coach Leverton. I really like him, and in fact, I'm going to reach out to uh, Max Calverone, Aaron, in the coming days. We'll try to get Coach Leverton on the uh, program and uh, talk to him, and and that'll be that'll be fun. I'm loving all this baseball talk, and there's so much excitement now. NBA draft from last night. Jeremy Sohan goes ninth. Uh, Kendall Brown goes 48th. You make a decision, you have to live with it. There are some people out there that say, "Hey, if a guy doesn't go until the second round or he's not drafted, he should get to, you know, go back to school or something like that." It's impossible. I mean, it's impossible to legislate that. You can only, you know, get the the most feedback you can. Go to the combine, do everything you can, and Kendall Brown was under the impression that he was going to be a first round pick. He was not. Is there part of Kendall Brown that is maybe regretting not coming back to Baylor? Maybe. Maybe so. But you know what? He'll get he'll go there. He's gonna have an opportunity. Some of these second round picks get signed to two way contracts. What that means is there's a chance that. Uh, He'll get to spend part of his season playing for the G League uh, affiliate of the Indiana Pacers. And there's a chance he'll go to Summer League, do extremely well, and be able to make the team. You know, the guy that right now they're talking about the New York Knicks clearing up huge space to go after, the guy that the Mavericks obviously are desperately wanting to keep is Jalen Brunson. Aaron, do you know when Jalen Brunson was taken? Second round. So there are plenty of players across the NBA. The, the back-to-back MVP from the Denver uh, Nuggets, uh, Jokic, Nikola Jokic. Aaron, you know when he was taken? Second round. So you can come from the second round and still have an incredible career. Did people were saying, well, he kind of looked down to me. Well, probably. He's up in the stands thinking he might be a first-round pick, and he didn't get taken. He didn't get taken until number 48 overall. So these things do happen. Um, I, was, I was sad for him, but at the same time, excited that he gets to go to, I mean, Rick Carlisle, I mean, that's who Jalen Brunson came up after, uh, under. Uh, he can be difficult. He's not gonna be like Scott Drew. Scott Drew's the ultimate player's coach. People love him. He's got constant energy. It's positive energy. He's rarely ripping people or pulling them apart and all that. Uh Carlisle is much more biting. He can be difficult to deal with. But I even think Luca would tell you. Luca may be relieved that he's gone now, but I think it helped in Luca's development. I really do. And I think Where the Pacers are heading right now, especially with the point guard they got, they traded for uh, Halliburton. Uh, They've they've got some really good things going on with that organization. I think it's going to be it's going to be okay for Kendall Brown. Would I love to still see him at Baylor? Absolutely. Is there a reason Sohan went well before him in the draft? Yeah, yeah. Let me tell you why. Because he can switch every position. Now Kendall can can do that as well. The difference is. Jeremy is just a better overall defender. 1-on-1 defender. He's got a little more nastiness to him than Kendall. I think Kendall gets beat on back, back cuts uh, uh, too often. Uh, Sohan is just a better overall defender. He's a better passer. I think right now it, it his shot, uh, he's got huge upside on his shot. I mean, he's not a great three-point shooter yet, but it's there. It's. I. I think he's going to be fine. Uh, I just think he's a highly, highly skilled. He's got the European background. He. He knocked the interviews out of the park. He's just a refined, high, high caliber uh, thinker, intellectual. Now, Kindles all those things. Kindles a high IQ guy. Kindles the better athlete. I mean, he can jump out of the gym. I think. The Indiana Pacers got a steal. Same thing with Jared Butler. How do you you watch Jared Butler go win a uh, go win a national title? You watch him play for those years, and you go, "How in the world uh, did that guy go second round?" Well, part of it was because of medical stuff. With Kendall, it's not medical stuff. Uh, for whatever reason, he dropped in the draft. Do I wish he was back at Baylor? Yeah. Do I fault him for making this decision? Not, not on your life. I really don't, and I don't think anybody that's listening to us, that's a big Baylor fan, should fault him. You know why? Because he went through the process. Everybody had him. Uh, a lot of people had him in the first round. He got the feedback, and they thought, and, and they said, "I think you should go." He had to sit there with his family, think it over, think it over. Now, when he first came out of Sunrise. I, I did not think he was a one and done. I thought he was going to be able to stay around. In retrospect, should he have, maybe. But again, I understand the decision he made, and uh, and now I think Baylor fans need to be excited for him, root for him, all of those things. It's uh, but the reason he, you know, that's the same reason Matthew Meyer decided to stay in college because, and I think it ended up probably being a pretty wise decision. He, he did not think he was going to get drafted. Now he said when he came on our show that he thought he might go in the second round, but it was no sure thing. Matthew Meyer has tremendous NBA skills. He's not as athletic as Kendall Brown. He'll never be. But he can guard, he can shoot, he can dribble, he can, he can pass, he can defend. I mean, he is a more complete player than Kendall Brown is. Now, part of that's just experience. He's been playing college basketball longer. But the great thing about college basketball right now is because of NIL um, and and because of the way things are kind of going, players are sticking around a little bit longer. And that's why Matthew Meyer decided to go back to Illinois. But um, really, uh, really good stuff. And you know, I appreciate Matthew Meyer choosing our show to make his – Announcement: James Akinjo, Aaron, you saw that news too. We talked about it earlier today. Uh, He has signed a deal with um, with the Atlanta Hawks. Now, what does that mean? Well, he'll get to go to he'll play on their summer league team. Uh, Teams have a chance to play in a couple of summer league venues. There's one out in Salt Lake, and then there's one in Vegas. The Vegas one's a little more popular. Salt Lake one is very interesting as well. He'll get to play in that. He'll have every opportunity to try to make the team. If he doesn't, he may go into the G League. Who knows? Um, you know, for instance, Maceo Teague, you know, I, I, don't, I don't know. I'd have to look back. Maceo was with the Jazz. Uh, he had another tryout recently that the Jazz, were uh, another team was putting together. He's not playing pro basketball right now. It, could he? I think so. I just think Maceo's decided right now he desperately wants to try to be affiliated and stay and be around the NBA rather than go play uh, international ball. Now, that may change at some point. I mean, there are great opportunities to go play international basketball. So we'll see how all that uh, shakes up. It is the Matt Mosley Show. Here's what we're going to do. Mitch Thompson... Um, and the Baylor baseball coach was on with John Morris. The John Morris Show is every day, 3 to 4, and we're going to let you hear from Mitch. Uh, we'll do that next
6: recently on the john Morris show john jabolsky our guest former baylor baseball all american uh, on the hiring of mitch thompson as baylor baseball's head coach
4: I, i'm as enthused you know it's it truly it's, it's watching a family member get the accolade that they've so coveted and so worked for and he's poured in the time that's led the tears on, on learning how to become
3: a better coach the voice of the bears john Morris, weekdays at 3 p.m on espn central texas
11: voice.com. Mark Stewart here with Bird
1: Colgin Ford. Summer is here, and we need our trucks and SUVs for the Texas sports and outdoors. Whether it's taking care of your current vehicle, selling yours, or upgrading to a newer model, the BK Ford team provides a simple, easy sales and service experience. Looking for better fuel mileage, more room, or towing power? Check out our quality pre-owned options at BKFord.com. Don't find what you want? Simple. We'll custom order exactly what you
6: need. BK Ford. Experience better.
7: Listen up. If you take pride in your lawn, you need to mow with the best. Gravely. The made in the USA perfect cut quality grass devour and beast of the zero turns. Gravely residential mowers are built just as tough as their commercial machines with comfort and features you won't find on other mowers. Mow with perfection. Get yourself a Gravely. The full line of Gravely
11: residential mowers is available at Landscape Supply. Come visit our new 10,000 square foot showroom in
3: Spiegelville for the largest selection of outdoor power equipment. Your first word in sports. Game time. Weekdays 7 to 9 on ESPN Central Texas.
5: Hey, this is Tom Barfield with the ESPN Central Texas Morning Show, and I'm here to tell you that Hurley Benefits has played a big role in helping me and my family with all of our health, dental, and vision insurance needs. Don't have health insurance? I highly recommend you call the experienced and knowledgeable team at Hurley Benefits. They specialize in affordable life insurance, health insurance, dental and vision insurance, Medicare supplements, and much, much more. Check them out at HurleyBenefits.com.
7: That's H-U-R-L-E-Y Benefits.com. In my podcast, Your Money and a Cup of Joe, we talk money management, investments, and retirement in a qa and a style format, helping to break down complicated topics. I'm Joe Kaleo with the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. Look for Your Money and a Cup of Joe on our website or Spotify.
8: Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. What's up, guys? This is Tori down at Harley-Davidson of Waco. With gas prices booming, you deserve to get your knees in the breeze and save some cash. With record breaking numbers the past few months and June right on track to make waves, we need your help to keep up this momentum. Whether it's purchasing your very first Harley-Davidson motorcycle or getting rid of your third old bike in the garage, we would love to have your business. Be cautious of the heat outside, but take advantage of the heat inside with these smoking hot deals, y'all. Trade it in, take it home, or turn it over. This is only the beginning at Harley-Davidson of Waco where you'll never ride alone.
3: ESPN Radio Sports Center.
9: I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by Hurley Benefit Services. College World Series finals are set. Ole Miss eliminates Arkansas two to nothing. Will be Ole Miss and Oklahoma game one Saturday night. In the NBA draft, Baylor's Jeremy Sohan went ninth to San Antonio. The Mavericks with the twenty sixth pick picked Wendell Moore Jr. out of Duke. Game five of the Stanley Cup Finals tonight. Tampa Bay at Colorado. Puck drops at seven. Colorado leads that series three to one. Arch Manning has made his decision. Manning is committed to the Texas Longhorns. Astros lose game one of their series with the Yankees, 7-6 with a walk-off. Game two tonight, 6 05 first pitch. Rangers start a series with the Nationals tonight, 7 05 first pitch, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports
3: Center, every 20
9: minutes, only on
3: ESPN Central Texas.
1: All right, Friday, we're sprinting for the weekend. I'm sprinting for the beach. All right, going to head to Florida, going to be on a beach. Aaron, I may try to do a, at least a little bit of the show each day, like from a raft or something. I don't know uh, if that's going to – I'll probably drop the phone in the water or something, but uh, we'll, uh, we'll try to make it work. Uh, Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, thank you, Ted Teague, for all that you do. Uh, some really cool things that are going on. Just tremendous, the uh, inventory that they have at Allen Samuels. And then that the, the 55,000 square feet of uh, of service space, extremely efficient. They get you in and out, very clean. I, they just did a great job, even during the pandemic. Boy, people really were able to feel good about going over there, uh, Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, of course, your friend in the car business. I found that to be true. Anything, any car issues I've had, I was on a vacation at one point recently, and I called Ted Teague, the GM, and said, "Ted, need help, need need this," and immediately canceled uh, counseled me on uh, what to do and all that kind of good stuff. So, appreciate very appreciative. To their to uh, Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram and their involvement here at ESPN Central Texas. Also, by the way, Baylor Club. Uh, I I did uh, saw Mike Mosel the other day. We've done a lot with the Baylor Club. Love being out there, and that was the uh, Baylor baseball. They had in one of their uh, big ballrooms. They had that announcement. Had some uh, and, and had some drink service over there. Not anything. Nobody at eleven a.m. Nobody was. Uh, was uh you know trying to have any drinks at the bar but they had water and iced tea and were serving all of that for the guests it was a neat deal it really was to be in that room and then to go over in fact I was looking for uh a kid from my that's on the Baylor baseball team from my hometown and I was kind of wandering around looking for Cade Currington and then I got to see some of the other players on the team and, and just had a nice visit I think Harrison's uh was one of the guys I recognized some of their names as I went down the the deal but you know think about being on a baseball team and and not really knowing uh if you know what the situation was going to be like uh in in you got a new coach I mean, Mitch Thompson's been around Waco forever. He's been over MCC. But none of these current players, for the most part, they don't know him. Maybe one or two of them were recruited by him to MCC and know him. But for the most part, they don't. And they don't know what their futures hold. And they've just watched um, Trey Richardson and Jack Pineda and uh, Kyle Nevin. They've just watched all those guys transfer out. And they're thinking, man, I don't I don't know. Is my future secure here? Do I need to transfer out? What, what are we going to do? And – I just thought it was really fun to see them. Uh, and I thought some of the words that Mitch said in terms of, hey, I, I care about you guys. I mean, we're going to bring some people in to help. You bet. But these, these you are my guys. You are where we are starting this process. I think it had to kind of calm some nerves, calm some people down. Then I looked over to my right. They had a little area for the media. And I looked over to my right, and I and I saw these guys that were a little bit older looking, but pretty young guys. And what that was was a bunch of former uh, Baylor players. Uh, some of them maybe played for Coach Rodriguez. Some of them played for um, uh, for Mitch and Steve. A lot of the era, a lot of the guys from that era were back, and I just thought it was so cool to see so many people show up. I bet there were forty to fifty former Baylor baseball players that were in attendance at this introductory uh, news conference, really, really cool gathering of folks and uh, well done by, uh, by the uh, sports information directors, uh, Max Calrone and, and uh, the whole crew. They did a nice job of putting that event on and uh, really enjoyed being there yesterday. All right. Uh, Earlier today, Mitch Thompson himself, the new Baylor baseball coach, sat down for an exclusive interview with our own John Morris, the voice of the Bears, and I wanted to let you hear this interview. Here is Mitch
6: Thompson with J-Mo. Making the announcement, introducing Mitch Thompson as Baylor's new head baseball coach. Fun day yesterday all the way around. Uh, we'll talk about all of that, but uh, let's talk to the man himself starting out the hour today. Mitch Thompson, Baylor head baseball coach, joins us now. And uh, how are you the day after the big day yesterday?
12: We're hot at, hard at it, John. It's a hot <laughs> day out here in Texas, I can tell you that
6: right now. I bet you are, man. What uh, what a great day yesterday. I thought things just went great. The uh, turnout, the people that were there you know, for the press conference, that was just fantastic.
12: Really touched by all the folks that came out, and I know that, uh, you know, I was was contacted by so many others that wish they could have been there, and I was, you know, blessed by all of them, but uh, to see all the former players that were there, to see the current players that were there, um, to see the fans that were there, it was just, uh, it was a lot of fun for me and my family, and uh, what a special day for us.
6: Then you had a, uh, after the press conference, a heart of the order luncheon and the current players and the uh, former players that were here, they were in attendance there. And then I think you were meeting with them after the luncheon. Uh, what was your message there and how'd that go?
12: Yeah, no, the message was basically the same, just that, uh, you know, I, I appreciate their support over the years so much and that, that we're going to need their support in the future. And uh, I wanted to reconnect with them and wanted to kind of, Reconnect some of the, uh, you know, the current players with, uh, with, uh, with some of our alumni, and just you know, uh, kind of bridge the gaps here a little bit. Uh, it was it was it was fun to do that too, and to see, you know, Jason Jennings and Kelly Schompick and David Murphy, uh, you know, pouring into people. It was just it was really fun.
6: Yeah, really, really cool to have all those guys here, and really, you know, show how much they appreciate you and love you and support you. You know, in this position, that that was really, really uh, heartwarming. Uh, did you sleep good last That's night? Good or, sure. Yeah. Would you sleep yeah, good last night? Or you got good. Yeah, I, <laughs> I did. bet you did. I did, buddy. When I hit the hit the
12: pillow, I didn't move. Uh, <laughs> Amber and I talked about it last night and just said, you know, I'm kind of out of gas. Yeah. It was me too. It was, it was it was a it was a short night at the Thompson house.
6: But then you probably, when you opened your eyes this morning, man, you were you were going 90 miles an hour again, weren't you?
12: Ding ding. Yeah. On. Yeah. Let's go. Yep.
6: What, uh, sound like a game in the background. Uh, you hitting you on the road again?
12: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, that's how you that's how we got to find players. That's how we <laughs> got to get it done.
6: Right. Uh, right. You know, and,
12: and, and that, that's, that's the name of the game. So, yep. We're out here today. It, it's a hot day. I can promise you that. I don't know what the air, that air conditioning feels like where you're at. But uh-huh. it's, it's pretty
6: hot out here. <laughs> it is nice inside. I'll tell you that. But I appreciate you being outside. And uh, what, what what's the feel you get uh, about a roster? You know, as you think ahead, there's there's a long ways to go and a lot of moving parts. But uh, what, what are your thoughts right now roster-wise?
12: Well, it was good to meet all the current players that were there yesterday and be able to put a face with a name and, you know, just get the chance to say hello to them. Uh, you know, I know that they're excited, and that's good. Um, you know, I'm excited for them and all that. I mean, we're 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 going to be busy all summer long. You know, we're going to try and take advantage of the transfer portal. We're going to find guys that that we think have been, uh, you know, passed over that shouldn't have been passed over, and we're going to try and try and make some connections and add to the roster for sure. But, you know, uh, it's a it's a it's a constant process. This recruiting thing never stops, and so once you, once you start, you just keep going forever, and uh, and that's that's where we're at. So. We'll, we'll be making some adjustments to it, no question, and making some additions. But, uh, you know, um, we'll, we'll be putting the best one we can put together as fast as we can.
6: You know, the transfer portal uh, giveth, but it taketh away also. But this year, you know, it might be a, a, a good option if you have to fill some holes.
12: Yeah, no, I mean, there's going to be some guys out there. There's no question there are right now, and we're, we're communicating with some kids. And, um, you know getting getting their, getting their transcripts evaluated and all that good stuff so we're we're working at it i i'm 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 really excited to be adding you know staff here and then now it's not just a one man show for the last week it can it can start being a three man show that would yeah. be a lot better
6: yeah nice all right since the press conference yesterday the announcement came out at noon today uh, james leverton as your pitching coach uh, tell us about him
12: yeah, Lev's, Lev's phenomenal. He's really a, a, an outstanding talent evaluator, a, a student of the game. You know, a young guy, thirty some years old, uh, but I mean, go getter man, and a great talent evaluator, a relentless recruiter, fearless recruiter. You know, he was with me for four years at McLennan, and you know, he'd see, a, he'd see a really good player, and he was going in there and getting in there with anybody and everybody, and
3: competing and
12: trying to sell and working and. And because of that, we got some guys. And so, uh, I love having him on the road with us and and going out and finding players. He's one of those guys, you know, one of the, one of the best things about it for me is I don't have to question it. If James says he can play, he can play. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and, and that's what you want from your staff where it's not something where you say, oh, well, I need to see it too to, to confirm uh, bullcrap. Uh, James has got it. And, uh, and you know, if he sees them and he likes them, we're good. So, love him about that but even better than that this guy is a uh, a really good day-to-day pitching coach I mean he helps guys make adjustments you know his his last two years at McClendon he had the uh, the top NJCAA draft pick in America taken off his pitching staffs Uh, you know took one guy that was a 36th rounder out of high school turned him into a second rounder helped him become a second rounder did the exact same thing with Logan Henderson the, the following year who is the NJCA pitcher of the year for the whole country and you know Logan's an undrafted guy that that turns into a fourth round pick and so really good really good developer of talent, uh, just a great young guy, great young family and uh, couldn't be more happy to have him.
6: Well that's great. great to add him to your staff. any other uh, staff additions you can talk about today?
12: Not yet, but okay. it'll be coming. Uh, it'll, be, it'll be coming. It'll be coming real soon, and uh, it'll be a familiar face. It'll be an exciting face for all of Baylor Baylor baseball. I know that.
6: There you go. All right, appreciate it. Hey man, go back to work. Little
4: piece, little,
12: gonna, actually, actually, there should be a couple new announcements here. You know, with with. With the recruiting guy and hitting guy and and and, and, and volunteer assistant coming out as too, so ah. and both of them will be very exciting to Baylor fans. And, nice, uh, and I couldn't be I couldn't be more excited about adding them to the staff. So it'll be coming out in the next
6: couple of days. All right, that's a pretty good tease. I appreciate that. Hey, thanks for your time. Go back to work and uh, congratulations again. I thought yesterday was just as good as it possibly could have been, and uh, I'm, I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you're back at Baylor. I appreciate it, John. Hey, we're going to do this together, Baylor fans. Need Together's you. Together's the word. Thanks, Mitch. Appreciate it.
1: Together's the word. There it is. All right. Uh, Mitch Thompson on with our own John Morris earlier today. And it's really going to be fun because um, uh, everybody's kind of back together. Tom Barfield, our program director, used to be the voice of the Bears and uh, for during those glory years. and. Uh, had a uh, had a good run, and then uh, John Morris, of course, did baseball for a long time himself and had a great relationship with uh, with Mitch. and so it's uh, it's a lot of fun to kind of get everybody back together. We'll see who these other hires are, Aaron, that kind of got me ready to go thinking about uh, some of these hires who else might be showing up Baylor Baseball. Uh, the news came down today. James Leverton, James Leverton. Uh, the uh, is the is the new Baylor assistant coach, a pitching coach, um, and uh, that's gonna be that's gonna be really good. I was gonna tell you a little bit about him. Um, he did. He was. He's been at um, at Arkansas Little Rock, and then he was at, at MCC with Mitch for about six seasons. He's been the pitching coach, University of Arkansas at Little Rock. And what uh, Mitch had to say about him earlier today was, uh, I've known James for a long time. I'm, I am certain he fits in perfectly with the vision we're trying to accomplish. James is an excellent talent evaluator, a relentless recruiter, and an even better pitching coach on a day-to-day basis. He is a rising star in college baseball, and I can't wait to see the success he has at Baylor. All right, and he had... Uh, he it, it really kind of an interesting uh, career, um, and he's presided over some all-conference pitchers, pitchers of the year, and then um, second-round Major League Baseball draft picks in John Brio and Connor Phillips. And so he is, um, oh, the Division One Pitcher of the Year in JUCO. He worked uh, with Logan Henderson. That was uh, that 2021 Division One Pitcher of the Year. So it's a pretty, a pretty accomplished guy and a young person, and I think that recruiting is going to be great. Aaron, I, I think one of the cool things about this Mitch Thompson story is college baseball is a different thing. It's um, not all these things in college athletics are a young man's or young woman's game, and in with what Baylor decided to do. Um, you know, there, there, you could have gone after someone with major league baseball ties. This uh, University of Texas assistant coach, Choi Tulawitsky, who played for the Rockies, has been a really hot name. People always love that. All the spice that comes along with that, the youth that people like that can bring. Mitch is well into his fifties. Um, he does not look the same that he looked when he showed up in nineteen ninety five. But you know what? He's seasoned. He's got incredible experience. And I, I, think it's a, I think it's a fun deal. And plus, you don't want to hire somebody if at 57, 58, they just want to do this a couple more years and retire. I think Mitch Thompson kind of has a little bit of that Mickey Sullivan in him. Put me in a uniform and let me do this um, as long as possible. If I can do this until I'm 70 or 75. Now, University of Texas had people like that. Augie Garrido was still doing this well into his 60s, maybe even into his 70s. I think of uh, Cliff Gustafson did it for a long, long time, these SWC coaches. So it's, for whatever reason, it's a little different than football. You don't normally see 70-year-old football coaches. Nick Saban is the exception. You see programs hiring younger coaches but Aaron it's kind of nice as you and I get to get closer to that uh, milestone uh that you know some people might dread uh with a five in it uh it's kind of neat to see someone getting their first chance to be a head baseball coach at age what is he Aaron uh is Mitch 56 or 57 somewhere around there and uh and then of course his brother just wrapped up his season in Omaha. Uh, Nate Thompson he's on the staff at Arkansas I, I think one of the things I heard yesterday that excited me about the baseball program is that Mitch has full expectations that these JUCOs around the country are going to do their part and they're going to funnel talent into the Baylor program and he expects it I think he felt like he was a great steward Uh, in a great representative of the JUCO uh, ranks. And now he expects some of these JUCO players to come help him. Um, He sent them to Arkansas. Uh, Two of the players were on the Texas A&M team. I know there's a pitcher headed to Oklahoma. So a lot of these pitchers that have been involved in the World Series and players, position players, came right there from MCC and have been playing for Mitch. Will Mitch bring some of these current MCC players over? You bet. If they're talented enough, Mitch is going to bring them right across town. And it's one of the reasons, Aaron, that I, I usually I can kind of get sucked in to worrying about, oh, my gosh, Trey Richardson is left. Nevin's left. Pineda's left. These are good players. I'm not saying they're not great players, the ones that just transferred. But one of the things, Aaron, that I brought up on yesterday's program is those guys might get drafted, and they may choose to go on. Now, they may play at the places they ended up, LSU, Oklahoma, TCU, or the three schools where they ended up. Some of these other Baylor players may end up transferring. You, it's just part of the business. It, NC State sitting there and Omaha, and, of course, COVID got them and all that kind of stuff. But last year they're sitting there, and then this year they have a freshman hit How many home runs he hit, Aaron? Like around 30? I mean, something just sick. I think he had the freshman record, like 25, 26 home runs. He set the all-time freshman record. And you're thinking, oh, my gosh, this is awesome. NC State, I mean, a great baseball school. This is incredible. Transfers. Goes in the portal after his freshman year having this amazing season. Do I understand it? No, I don't at all. I don't have any understanding of it, why a kid would have that kind of high-level success. But it's because it's legal. It's now legal to jump in the portal and go, and there's no penalty. So, I mean, we don't have to like it, but we have to honor it and know it's happening. And today, he shows up. He comes out of the portal right there at LSU. Man, the rich get richer. Aaron, that's a good LSU program. SEC, always good at baseball, seems to be even better than ever. Why? Why is the SEC so good at baseball? Well, they spend a ton of money on it. They got great coaching, their facilities are great, and they care. The the big, big thing is that I heard Mac Rhodes say yesterday, I had a good little visit with Mac yesterday, is he he needs he he reiterated that Baylor baseball means something. He said, as he did this search, that people across the country recognize Baylor baseball. I think Mac needed to hear that. I, I think as much as Mac felt that there needed to be a change with the Baylor baseball program, I'm not sure Mac knew how much passion there was about the Baylor baseball program. Part of that came from former players. But, Aaron, do you kind of know what I'm getting at? It's kind of like since Max has been here and inherited a baseball coach, Baylor's done pretty well. I mean, Rodriguez was the coach of the year one of those years. And then they went to regionals in 17, 18, 19. I mean, they had a pretty nice run. But I'm not sure until he started watching those old videos and familiarizing himself with the old Steve Smith era if Mac had a as deep an appreciation as he does now on what that ballpark used to be like. Aaron used to go out there, used to go out to games. I mean that was kind of a place to be. And I think what happened is and, and I think you'll agree with this, Aaron, you you, you Baylor women's basketball becomes great under Kim Mulkey. Baylor men's basketball, um, did I say women? yeah, women's? And then men's basketball wins the national title. I mean, all these other things that they're great at doing. And tennis is unbelievable. Football gets good again. Okay, it was good under rule, had a one down year under COVID, comes roaring back, and they have arguably their greatest season ever, under Dave Aranda. So baseball started to get lost in the shuffle a little bit. Sometimes when you get great at a lot of things, other things fade a little bit. And for whatever reason, I'm not blaming it on Steve. I'm I'm saying the program was not as hot, the, 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 the passion for it. And you know what? It all, you know everything <clears throat> deserves the full attention and and baseball is no exception and i think uh, i think they're headed back to a good place with mitch thompson good stuff uh, uh appreciate john morris uh letting us uh, air some of that that was from the john morris show john's show is from three to four every day and then of course uh seven to nine is game time it's tom barfield and Ward White's, And I think there's a new guy on there. I'm kind of looking forward to meeting him um, uh, from uh, Tarleton State.
3: All right, uh, all of that. uh, We'll wrap it up, though, next in the dismount. Congratulations to the state champion Valley Mills baseball team from ESPN Central Texas.
10: Jeep Freedom Days are going on now at Allen Samuels and Waco. The new 2022 Impressive Wagoneer Series 2 and 3 have 2.9% for 72 months, plus 4,000 competitive bonus cash. That's right, and $4,000 bonus cash. This incentive on the new 2022 Wagoneers for a limited time only at Allen Samuels and Waco. First responders get 500 extra cash. Come shop the huge new car and truck inventory today at Allen Samuels and Waco. Come by.
9: Let's be friends.
0: ESPN Central Texas is
3: your flagship station for Baylor athletics. Have you ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time
5: it happens, call Big Boys Record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boys Record Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start, you need a tire change, you've locked yourself out of your vehicle, or you're stuck in the mud remember big boys record service can help with heavy hauls as well no job too big or too small they do it all in business since 1983 big boys record service call 254-662-3031 and remember slow down or move over
0: Hey guys, it's Jana with Advanced House Leveling and Foundation Repair. I missed my mama's call a while ago. Hello? Hey, guess what you're on?
8: If I'm on commercial again, I don't come cheap.
1: Well, uh, I can't afford you. What you want? Hey, tell them we do foundation repair, Mama.
8: Oh, they do foundation repair. Great workers.
4: Yeah,
1: yeah. If
8: he doesn't do it
4: right. You can call my Mama at
8: 254-749-2183. Absolutely. Hi, Mama. Love you. Got to go.
0: So you can give us a call at 254-235-4922. Or you can call my Mama or and complain. visit us at vixitjimmy.com.
3: Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN
9: Central Texas.
3: ESPN Radio Sports Center.
9: I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by Hurley Benefit Services. College World Series finals are set. Ole Miss eliminates Arkansas two to nothing. It'll be Ole Miss and Oklahoma game one Saturday night. In the NBA draft, Baylor's Jeremy Sohan went ninth to San Antonio. The Mavericks with the twenty-sixth pick picked Wendell Moore Jr. out of Duke. Game five of the Stanley Cup Finals tonight. Tampa Bay at Colorado. Puck drops at seven. Colorado leads that series three to one. March Manning has made his decision. Manning is committed to the Texas Longhorns. Astros lose game one of their series with the Yankees, 7-6 with a walk-off. Game two tonight, 6 05 first pitch. Rangers start a series with the Nationals tonight, 7 05 first pitch, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas.
3: Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for the Dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. It is time for the Dismount.
1: That time of day, we got to say goodbye. And uh, we've, we've really hit on a lot of fun stuff today. Uh, we talked about the NBA draft. Jeremy Sohan goes ninth to the San Antonio Spurs. And then uh, uh, Kendall Brown goes 48th to the Pacers. So Kenjo going to join the summer league team of the Hawks. And even if he doesn't make the Hawks, other teams will see him. I think he'll be fine. I really do. I think. Uh, I just think he's he had an interesting career because he bounced around some from Georgetown to Arizona to Baylor. So he basically played three different teams, and, and it's a little bit. Uh, I don't know if everybody has the greatest feel for him, but he can do so much. He's a dynamic player, and I think he'll force his way into some situation. It may be mostly G League next year. It could be uh, could be international ball. You never know. Aaron, I did look it up, and because it, it started to ring a bell, and sure enough, Baylor has had another player go 48th overall. And it was Michael, Mister Quick Williams, in 1988, recruited by Jim Howler, played for Gene Iba, and uh, also played for Jim. But I think he finished up maybe with uh, with Iba, and that was, of course, Daryl Middleton and Michael were really, really good. Baylor played a couple times uh, for the uh, for the uh, big. Well, it was the SWC. A tournament championship in there. Had some really good teams. But Mr. Quick from Carter High School was taken 48th overall, played a decade in the league, and still holds the all time consecutive free throws record uh, in the NBA at 97 in a row. Pretty amazing, but had a really nice career. In fact, ended up playing for the Pacers for a couple of those seasons. All right, we got to go. We'll talk to you next week. Have a great weekend. Good night, everybody.
3: This is the Big 12 Buzz, a daily look inside Big 12 Athletics. Here again is the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris.
6: Everybody, it's time for a check of Big 12 Athletics on today's Spectrum Big 12 Buzz. Coming up, while the Big 12 has a representative in the College World Series Championship Series, Baylor introduces its new head baseball coach looking to get back to Omaha. Details straight ahead on today's Spectrum Big 12 Buzz. Hey folks, John Morris for the Brunerado family. If you're thinking about a Chevrolet, Chrysler, Buick, Dodge, GMC, Jeep, Cadillac, Toyota, or quality pre owned vehicle, visit Brunerado.com. Bruner serves all of Texas.